Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 937 the ticket and the ticket fm.com all right everybody we're back again it's the drive we're live it's monday this is it this is raft this is ad ad Another weekend of football. I don't want to talk about football no more, man. All right. We are don't no longer football we are no, no long, more, man. We are no longer a football <laughs> show. Sealers lost. My husband's got bashed. Um, it just was not a good weekend of football, man. It was not a good weekend of football at all. But you know what? That's why we do what we do, man. There's, there's plenty of content to talk about. <laughs> we, like, we like the agony. <laughs> yeah, we, we got plenty of content, don't we? We got Jay Former, the former Hall of America. Uh, Hall of Famer, Nebraska yeah. Hall of Famer, with us this morning. We got, I asked him to come join us a little bit this morning, kind of talk about some of the changes. But good to see you, Jay. Jay's What's been up? a rough one, man. It was a tough game. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect it to be like that. But I think Oklahoma did a. You got to give them kudos. Uh, where you know they uh, they battled back. You know when Nebraska had the momentum, they answered, and then they jumped up, jumped on us. They were like sharks when they. You know, sharks when they see blood in the water, or or, mm-hmm. or something like that, or whatever you want to, you know, make an analogy about, and they pounced on us, and they, um, you know, continued along it, and and took advantage of our, you know, some of the mistakes that we made. I think, you know, right when when you get beat by thirty five points, and you know, it probably could have been more, and 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 X, Y, and Z, you know, but at the end of the day, thirty five points, you got to. Re- I always try to look back and look at. You know, everybody's going to say all oh, the talent gap and all that stuff. I mean, sure. But when you – when, you know, like when I think I think his number was number eight or six, got the sack, right? And he came back. and he, I mean, he hit Casey. I don't even think Casey got it. I mean, I don't even think he went through one read and he got hit. He hit him right in the chin? No, it was nah, came, he it was came four. off the a defensive left. So in, it was from the – And he, yeah, came, he was on like our bench. I mean, it was just a pass. I mean yeah. – he just ran in there and hit him. Yeah, yeah. They, was is that it? A, I would always say, is that a talent gap or is that a missed assignment or just somebody just whiffing and not? You, you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I don't really consider that a talent. I mean, heck, if they hike the ball and Casey's standing from me to you, I'm gonna hit you. I can get there. There was a blown. There was a blown assignment there, man. For him right, to be so that wide open. Those are the things that that uh, you know really, really, in my opinion, affect the momentum of the game because. Everybody, the defense watches that, right? And the offense was—I wouldn't say they were moving the ball, but they were. In, it was a passing thing. It was third and manageable. Yeah, we had tw- we had twelve empty, right? Series twelve. Right. So that so that's where you got to look. What what where was the the gap in execution, both offense and defense, right? And then uh, you know Mem's got a big return. That's a momentum changer. So everything that they needed to do to get the momentum and keep the momentum. 
is what what really that's where that separation goes into halftime you know mm-hmm. and um you know i always go back to when one year we played kansas city and this is when they had dante hall priest mm-hmm. holmes you know that's when they were rolling right and and i was in houston and you know we were a defensive led team offense was just so so and uh, it was Andre Johnson's, I think, first year. So it was, you know, 14-14. We might have right. even been winning the game. Yeah. And uh, the punter was supposed to, you know, kick it. Right punt. Kicks it down the middle. House call. Right? We get the ball back on offense. Now it's 21-21 right. or whatever, 14-14. Mm-hmm. And this is within like six minutes before half. And we get it. Run two plays. Fumble. Next thing you know, blown coverage. They up by seven, right? Mm. Get the ball back again. Pick six. We for, So we go from being up seven or pot, the worst being tied mm-hmm. to down 14, mm-hmm. and then we end up with a game like that. Well, here's what happened. Same team generally. They had the same offense, and I don't know what they did in free agency. We played them the next year at Kansas City. Right. So the expectation is we're going to go on the road. They're going to probably beat us by the same or they're going to beat us. Mm-hmm. Well, we looked at those six minutes of that game. And looked at you know the, the other fifty four minutes, and we focused on what happened in those six minutes yeah. in the game with the same talent. You know, granted, I think we had you know Dominic Day. I mean, guys, I mean, we didn't have like you know an all pro run. Went up there and beat him mm-hmm. right in, at Kansas City. You know, in in when it was in the, the beginning of the season, it wasn't like oh this is just a throwaway game, a right. sleepy game. It meant something. It, it meant something. Yeah, you know, absolutely. and so I try to look at it like that. I mean, uh, Oklahoma was definitely prepared. We didn't play well. I think that the most for me, the most frustrating and disheartening thing was the uh, the run by Dylan Dylan Gabriel, and oh, it, and it wasn't and, and you know what I understand at the end because not I don't understand I said or I, I'm backtracking backtrack on that st- statement say I, I understand I can understand an excuse at the very end because he, I mean he literally looked like he was out of bounds yeah you know. If you hit him too hard, there's a flag, and he did slow down a little. So I understand that because it was right. kind of like remember when Kenny Pickett did the fake slide and ended up scoring in right. the whole game or right. in the uh, ACC championship. Yeah. Kenny Pickett, AD. But, but, the, Pickett. but the first, but the first part of that run, and I don't know. Like I said, I don't. The number he, of missed tackles was atrocious. Pursuit angles. Well, the the in that first part of that run, I'm not going to name any names. The lack of effort. Yeah. The lack of effort yeah. right there. That's probably the most frustrating thing. And this is what these players need to understand: is this. If 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 I care about a coach, like I just saw Coach, one of the the best thing that happened on Saturday is I got to see Coach Sam, yeah, Coach Tony Samuel, yeah, right, yeah. So if I care about Coach Samuel, and if say if I say like the outside linebackers weren't, you know, whatever he was on some heat, right. that ain't gonna happen because right. I really care That's about right. Coach Samuel, right? That's right. It's That's it's right. it's bigger than me, yeah. And there has to be some player accountability to it because you're all old enough to do it, right? You're right. you're old enough to take some accountability for how you play on the field and your mm-hmm. actions. It's not all your – you know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that was probably the most um, disheartening thing for me, um, playing for a bigger purpose. And where's your edge at? You know what I'm saying? I mean, a quarterback like that – I mean, Dylan Gabriel is not Michael Vick. No. And he's no. not Lamar Jackson. And that run was about a four eight five at best. That's what I said. I said, you give me two weeks. I'd be willing to take him on in a 40. Two, yeah. two and you're 46 years 46 old. 46 years old. So, I mean, it was just – that's the probably the – you know, and then plus there was, you know, the missed tackles and stuff. But I st- – I, and people always want to say talent gap and all that. I think, like, when you're out of position – and I've been there before, yeah. right, where you're like, dang, man, I'm you know, 
I'm struggling, right? Mm-hmm. Where you, when you're out of position and you and you don't know exactly what you're doing and right. the why, you know, and that that's some, and that comes because they only have 20 hours in the NFL. You it's it's a 14, 16 hour day mm-hmm. as a player. That's your job all day long. Mm-hmm. If you know, I used to leave at six and get home at seven thirty eight. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Now, granted, as the week you know we got on, longer in the week, you know you get home a little bit earlier because right. you put a lot of work in, but. They don't have the, this type of time with the coaches, so I would I would implore the players to really figure it out how to become better players. That's development as well. Now you can talk about the practice and all that stuff, and you know everybody's saying that you know about the tag off and stuff like that. But I was like, man, you know, I just watched you use football down there in Lincoln. I mean, you got eight year olds tackling. Yeah, I mean, you know how to tackle. I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, one of the funniest things and one of the most simple things Wade Phillips ever told me, and we talked about tackling because when we were in Buffalo. We had a game where we struggled tackling. So, of course, in Buffalo, they were like, oh, you need to – because Wade would take the pads off systematically less and less in every practice as the season got on to keep us fresh because you only have 50 guys, right? Right. Um, He talked about, you know, he's like, my my theory on tackling is just get them down. That's that's how you – doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. That's how you get them down. You know what, we got a few, I want to read a few things on the text line, Jay, because I think there's good questions, you know, of what's going on, because I got a few for you as well. Uh, we got Travis and Lincoln goes, <laughs> ate him in the same boat as a Bengals Huskers fan. Zach Taylor could get a lot of flag for his middle play calling. I know about that, Zach. Believe me, uh, Travis, I mean, my season could not have gotten to a worse start. I'm right with you, Travis. We got uh, another a questionnaire here, Jay, that's good from uh, 8421, uh, last few numbers. Hey, guys, could you answer one question for me? Is it honestly that we don't have good enough players to make a tackle, or is it coaching? Oh, I mean, there's plenty of blame to go around. I mean, yeah. I don't think that, like I said, and, and I'll say this about Eric Shenander. I mean, he's a good dude. Yep. Um, I know he works at it. Yep. And I will he's say this. The, the one thing about Shenander is um, I know he wanted to be here and be successful. Yep. I know that for a fact. Yep. I know when I looked in his – when I talked to him, it wasn't – Smoke screen, you know no, what I mean. You know, no. you, you know he takes ownership. Yeah, man. It, but I'm saying when before this season, well, when I first met him, right, he was appreciative and he wanted to, you know, do well. So, right. and, and that's a hard thing as a coach is that I know they're not coaching these guys to go out there and miss tackle and whiff. I know they're not coaching them to have, to have these bad angles. Mm. I know that they're not. Co- I I know this is what I do know, and I don't know much anymore because I haven't been down there. I know that they aren't telling you to run past guys and throw an arm at them. I right. know for a fact not one coach that they have is teaching that type of stuff. So, um, you know, so then it comes down to, well, is it allowed or whatever? You just got to get back to it, and everybody's got to dive into it, yep. and the leadership is going to be key. Um, I think when you – like I said, I would like to see this – let's just talk about defense just because that's, you know, obviously what I know. Um, I'd like to see them – how they perform, maybe something simpler, simpler, mm-hmm. you know, more defined, right? Um, and then I would like to see, I would like to see that. I, I mean, sure, as Oklahoma got athletes, they always have, right? But there's teams out there that play that have been playing better defense up to this point than us with less talent. Yeah, so sure, you, and and found ways year in and year out to do it. I mm-hmm. mean, heck, it's a big deal that Northwestern lost to Southern Illinois and, and Duke, but the but their defense is is a lot less talented than us, and they've been keeping them in somewhat in yeah. the game so there's a you know it, i just think that we got to find a way to play to our strengths um try to maybe put guys in a position where they could be at a advantageous position um and get the most out of the roster um and, and i mean mickey said it after the after the game 
some based on what he's seen, pretty much if you haven't been playing up to snuff, this bye week is kind of like 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 how we used to. We used to. Here's the funny thing: you, you're re-auditioning right now. You used to, there'd be guys yeah. that lose their spot yeah. in that scrimmage before we used to go to a bowl game. Yeah. Oh, there would be because Brandon Harrison, who played, who actually started in the Orange Bowl against Peyton Manning, had been hurt all season mm-hmm. or in and out of the lineup. You know, and we had been struggling. Remember, because Washington kind of came back, right. and Jerome Peterson was there. Put Brandon in. Hmm. He went in there and tried to get in there. All 139 pounds, and he he tried to fill. You know, he tried to play that cover two corner. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, and got his wig split a little bit. But then he got back in there. You know, in the bowl game practice before we were leave, right. and earned his spot. Michael Booker's the same way. Yeah. Then yep. he ended up having a huge yep. play, and you know, in the Fiesta Bowl. Right. And obviously, the next year it kind of catapulted him. So. This right now, when, however many practices they have, when when you have a coach talking about we need to do a lot more group work. Individual work. Yeah, he's seeing a lot of footwork issues, tackling issues, yeah. communication issues. and. Gee, if you're, we got a commercial coming up. We got one more segment. What you have? Yeah. One more time, one more segment. Could you more questions I want to ask your folks? This drive with AD and Raf on 90.7. The tip will be right back. Hall of Famer. Antonelli's. And we own Antonelli's Cheese Shop in Austin, Texas. With our Spark Cash Plus card from Capital One, we earn unlimited 2% cash back on every purchase. And it has no preset spending limit. So our purchasing power adapts to our business needs. We use our cash back to help take care of our most valuable asset. Our people. It may sound cheesy. But we like it that way. Capital, Capital One. What's, what's in, in your, your wallet? wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash SparkCashPlus. This is a 30 second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.